There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more. ¿Qué tal amigos? Mi nombre es Roman Rojas y Tremenda Vaina es el podcast donde te contamos cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro historias solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? En el último episodio de Tremenda Vaina te contamos de un muchacho en China que vendió una parte de su cuerpo para comprarse un iPad. ¿Será verdad? ¿Será mentira? Suscríbete en iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify o tu plataforma favorita. También nos puedes seguir en Twitter, Instagram o Facebook. El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. Don't kid yourself. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. If you've ever used any of these excuses or any others, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. In 2017, more than 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes. That's 51% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, wearing your seatbelt is the best defense in a crash. Even when you sit in the back seat, you still need to buckle up. That goes for when you ride in taxis and use ride-sharing services, too. Yo, cops are on the lookout and writing tickets, so why take the risk? In 2017 alone, seatbelts saved nearly 15,000 lives. So do the smart thing and buckle up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. All right, guys, with Apple coming out with a new Apple iTouch, my question is, what was your first Apple product that you ever worked, used, or bought? Wow. Is it sponsored right now? You know? Maybe. Okay. Uh, Frank. Uh, my first Apple product was an Apple 64. It was like a 1982. A Commodore 64? A com sorry, sorry, yeah, my bad. Throwback. My, my Jeez, bad. Yeah, Apple 64? I never yeah, called it, a, it that. Yeah. Sorry, it was That's how many called, gigs it had? <laughs> it was called a Commodore 64. My mom bought it from my brother and I like in 1982, 1983, and it was used for coding. Like you would buy these magazines and you would code a video game and it would take like wow. four, it would take you like 30 hours to do this to play pong right exactly <laughs> paddle, paddle ball I had a similar Rachel? answer well okay like I think I was in like fourth grade my friend Maria won like one of those Macs like the big ones that jutted out behind that had to be kept in an air conditioned room remember when computers <laughs> yeah, had to right. be in an air conditioned room and I would I was so envious because we played Family Feud on it all day like the like the old school version uh, for yeah. me it was the Apple uh, the iPhone in 2009 and Damn, I actually like... waited three hours <laughs> to get the like I literally uh, you were one of those yeah I became one of those I did it for like three years but are you still one of those no they still I don't care <laughs> Nah, I don't do that anymore. They still you? wait online? They still nah, wait online. Yeah, cool. They wait longer, like six hours. What? <laughs> Come on. And you, Jamie? Uh, I'm living that Android life, brah. Damn. Oh, you yeah. know Mom, I'm not Apple Mom. approved, okay? Boo. Boo. Shut up. The Latinos Out Loud Podcast. Oh. 
That was like a yola coaster. Damn. Rachel, I gotta tell you, that was the best yo-yo in a long time. What constitutes a good yo-yo? It was yo-yo just everything yo. from the beginning. Like it was the amount of yo's, mm-hmm. and then that yo yo yo, and the diversity of yo's. Yeah, it was a yeah, different types of yo-yos. Duly yoded. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is the Latinos Out Loud podcast, episode 102. Yeah, I like that. Nice number. See, I like that. 102. Yeah. Even sounds great. Good number. Anything that ends in a two is usually usually pretty good. Okay. Um, I'm Rachel La Loca. I'm Juan the Paco. I'm Jay the Ferns. I'm Frank Nibs. What are we doing? Is this some sort of improv? Activity? I usually follow Mike's lead, and you I do. don't know where that goes sometimes. Rachel, but. by the way, I just want to tell you something. Go like, ahead. Recapping last week's episode, mm-hmm. I do want to give you props for your Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, I'll pee back because I know I didn't get enough credit yeah. last week. Feel free to applaud. I heard it, right? <laughs> I heard it. It just got lost in the sauce. And Rachel was smart enough that she knew it was a strong joke and she repeated it. Yeah. Mm. Because she could have just been like, oh, well, they didn't hear it. But she was like, you guys didn't hear I'll pee back? Hello! And it was like, yeah, it deserved the second the second retelling of it. You know yeah. I mean? So I got to give it to you. I was working out at Blink Fitness in, in the Bronx and I heard the episode oh. for the third time and I'm like, oh my God, that was really fun. I heard it. Through the madness of what Jamie was saying and what I was saying, I heard it, and it was really funny. It was Rachel. a really good joke. One Great of the best job, jokes Rachel. of all yes. time yeah. on the show. Yeah. Frank, do you want to add to this in any no, way? Not at all. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> Anybody <laughs> else want to say how good it was? No, it was really good. It's up there. Yeah. When we do our awards for 2019 uh-huh. and we do best uh, one-liner, uh-huh. I'm already nominated that one. So yeah. I just want to give you the, the props. I'm not going to say I'm the punniest one here. No, Jamie But, is. yeah. But once in a while, I hit a home pun. You know what I'm saying? Oh. And. Wow. <laughs> T- T- Timmy, Timmy's not here. I need a towel. So, I need to wipe down after bung. that one. <laughs> yeah. Timmy's not here. Timmy would have pressed the button and I know. we would have been I that. Um, but anyways, Rachel, listen. I, Thank you for the props. I, I'll take them, collect them, and store them. I have a secret to tell you. Uh, every time I know that you're at an event... I don't check your IG story. I like to binge your IG stories. <laughs> so I know that you're going to be at like a, I, I think you were at a wedding. I was like, no, I'm not watching this at 9 p.m. I'm going to wait till 7 in the morning the next day or 8 in the morning so I can binge the whole storyline of the experience. I don't want to see, Good choice. Cho- you know, Good IG choice. story by IG story. Good choice. So can you tell us, <laughs> because it was very entertaining. It was a real Dominican well, wedding. Yeah, it was a, a real Dominican wedding. Dominican wedding. I crossed two bridges to get there because wow. I came from Brooklyn. <laughs> okay? You trekked it, huh? We've, with two kids in the back. <laughs> Damn. With my mom, who just had surgery a few days ago. God bless my mom. God bless I just got to say that real quick. I love my Delma. God, she yes. was bustling a move out there with one less organ. You know what I'm saying? You know, your, your mom, Thelma, likes more of my stuff than you do. Just want to put it I got to say, she's a big fan of Juan Bago. Thank wow. you. I know yeah, you. Thank she you. is. And that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. And that's okay. <laughs> mom, and that's okay. Everybody has their weird, I, like... I find it funny that the parents of my co-hosts 
love more of myself. Jose Fernandez, too. You'd be loving my love. father. Yeah. He's my second son. <laughs> I'm like, damn. <laughs> well, this Dominican wedding was so much fun. I have to say, I love seeing the kids dance and like do their jump thing. Like, come on, let's run from Donovan, one end of the room Donovan to the other. Was at, Donovan was after some chick, some little girl, man. The whole this? I saw him jumping after some little girl. I'm glad you brought so this up, Frank. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you brought this up because <laughs> they weren't playing. No, no, this was a real Dominican wedding. They didn't play no fucking Elvis Crespo. <laughs> No, it was a mommy and they were that kind of wedding. Yeah. Wow. Tengo una placa que me tiene loca. Yeah, I know that too. I've Even been, Jamie knows that. Uh, yeah, I've been to a lot of. When Jamie movies. knows them, you know that. I mean, those real. are you can hear those in Puerto Rican parties. Too. <laughs> True facts. Yeah, it was. Continue. It was no, so like the two, he's like trying to match a shorty, and I'm like, this is why they say los primos se priman because hey. we teach them to do this at like two years old. And the parents be looking at it too. Like, I mean, que chulo, que lindo, todo. Ay, tan enamorado. They're cousins. Donovan, ¿cuántos novios tú tienes? Yeah, why do we, why do our people do that? Yeah, they egg it on. Yeah. They do from a very early I saw, age. I saw Donovan all over her. He was on it. I mean, look. It's all innocent, right? I know, They're but yo, that Frank, you're creepy. How you no, know? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yo, like, I mean, you had to clear the li- it up for you a had sec. The, you had the live on Donovan. Frank saw the- himself, and he was like, "That's how I was when I was." A- <laughs> When I was a little man, yo, yo I was getting numbers. Y'all like, would have done the same shit. I was getting numbers That's before my little the nigga Donovan hit it. When I was four and I had hair, yeah, I was all up in it. <laughs> yo, when I was when I was four and I had a flat top. Oh man, you should have seen it. I was killing it in the streets. <laughs> yo, I had them write their numbers on the diapers, yo. <laughs> Continue, Rachel. I mean, there's not much else to say. It was so great to see families, to see little kids having so much fun. That's nice. It was a trek. You know, these Dominican weddings, they come once in a while. You yeah. got to go and represent. You no have doubt. to. You they see? start at what time? <laughs> I knew it wasn't going to start on time, so that's the thing. I was a little smarter about it. Right. Like, I got there, and we still made it for cocktail hour. My uh, mother was so worried. I was like, there's still going to be turkey and this. pasta and all that stuff. So. That's dope. The priest was, was late? The priest was late? <laughs> <laughs> and the DJ, I, I got to say, I mean, if I have one complaint about the whole affair Uh-oh. it was the dj was you can't have a bad dj in a no, dominican wedding it's not, everybody can't be dj em no, i'm sorry I that's mean, true we get spoiled we get my spoiled. husband get spoiled. is a good dj yeah, he's good. look him up dj yeah, em you know he's got tracks out you know, you know what i'm saying, saying? <laughs> um but no nah, no nah, he just talked too much and he was just like yo you drunk i'm drunk we drunk Woo! i was like wow he's looking for co-signers <laughs> yeah my, but that's my a horrible man. sign for a dj all the drunk girls in the house make some noise everything like the record like jumped a beat and he was like oh the record player's drunk i'm drunk we all drunk <laughs> now nah, he didn't say that but and he, he didn't have a record player he could have he could have hypothetically speaking but it was just a little too much and this is like a christian couple that got married oh, wow how did you get invited wow. you got invited we're to cousins uh yeah, oh, she couldn't put you in. Yeah. I get it. It was great. How? What's up with you guys? <laughs> Nothing. I mean, obviously, we saw each other <laughs> yesterday at the brunch. We did. But on my way back home, Uh-oh. we noticed there was a white dude Mm. Came in with a stroller barefoot. Yo, I saw I saw Sophie's what? live. Yeah, it actually got. Actually, Wait, what was in the stroller? A dude. Shoe, uh, his shoes? No, he had no <laughs> shoes on. He was. Wait, he had a ba- he had a kid in the stroller. He had a kid in the stroller. So he was a normal dude. 
But he had no he had no shoes on. He had no shoes. He was bare. And he, he was, was walking comfortable? barefoot. Yeah, he was chilling. He was just chilling. He had nice toes. It looked like he had a pedicure. Yo, he, it was they, his his feet were clean and everything. It was yeah. so fucked out. That's some hippie shit. Yo, shout That's out a hippie to, shit. I don't know if you guys follow uh, Subway Creatures. It's a it's an Instagram account. No. They actually reposted because so, Sophie recorded it, which I don't even know how she recorded it. Like it's a special skill now. Like I feel like the millennials, millennials yeah, know how to record on uh, incognito. Uh, uh, females, no. You know how to do yeah. a yeah. Yeah. What have you recorded on? Get arrested. No, I, I can't. But anyways, so uh shout out to Subway Creatures. Was she excited about that? Cause I mean, she, yeah, but she didn't get the main page. Now everybody thinks she got a foot fetish. Though. <laughs> <laughs> yo, Dad, no, next time I go around Sophie, I'm like, yo, don't be taking pictures of my feet. Yo. Wait, Rachel, you know how to record on, like, because for me, I freeze. For whatever reason, if I'm on a subway train and I'm like trying to record something, for some reason I get really nervous because I don't want to get caught. I don't think Rachel could video something without narrating something about That's it. That's true. <laughs> I've done a lot of low narration, yeah. background narration. Like, look at that crusty, look at that crusty feet. Yeah, you know? that's nasty. Yeah, I've seen yeah. bums' feet, like you know, with the crust and you know, walking around, but like a clean feet. Walking there's around. a there's one bum who like he always is barefoot and he always asks for shoes. And then I heard a rumor <laughs> that he actually has an apartment up uptown. <laughs> what? No. Yeah. And he just does that as an act, and I'm like, wait, the shoot. So I don't know. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, oh, the guy God, that plays chess and everything in, in the I think, corner. I think he plays. Yeah, I know who like you're talking about. Yeah, chess, yeah, yeah. Wait, Frank, that's your neighbor? No, no, he, he's on 207th. If you take the A train, he's an old African American. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and I, I said what? that. And he has an apartment up town, yeah. evidently. But he's a he, genius, by the way. He's he a plays, genius. He plays chess and he lives in a van, and he's a like Jehovah Witness. And he's like you a know chest- a lot, Frank. <laughs> I know you know where. What did you did, donate to him? Where like, does he keep all his shoes? He, he, he sleeps in a van, and it's on two hundred seven in Seaman. And he's like this genius, and he puts a chessboard out there. But he's like a Jehovah Witness, and he beats anybody that comes by and plays chess with him. He's like a grand chess champion. So like part time, he goes on the train. He just lives. He lives shoes? in his van with his wife. Wow, the yes. wife lives yes. in the uh, van. One, one of our is there like a documentary on Netflix? Ros- we don't Rocio know about? knows him. Rocio knows him and Jamie. This guy is becoming fa- he's he's very well known in the high area. Let's get him on the podcast. And you try to give him money, and he's like, "Nah, I want shoes." I'm like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> Yo, so buy shoes. Go to favor. <laughs> I don't think that store is around anymore. Buster Brown. Wait, oh, no, Payless. What? No every shoe store I know it's closed down. What the yeah, fuck? Yeah, man. So you guys, uh, if we're gonna keep it one thousand right now, oh, you guys we always from... do. No, but you guys just came from an event. Yes. Yeah, yeah. we did. Well, we did too. Me and Frank, we wow. split up. We yeah. divided. We got to divide and conquer sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So where'd so, you guys, what'd you guys go? do again? You guys did uh, the the voice thing. We went to Hudson Yards. Um, there was a store. What's the name of the store again, Rachel? Beta. B Beta. the number eight T A. Which is kind of like a Kickstarter of stores. It just has a lot of How niche product. It has like a lot of niche products. Like it has you know portable typewriters, and then it has like a p- something that you sleep with. That no, that that measures your breathing and it helps you sleep better and it's like five hundred bucks. Ah, and it also had like this scarf that I actually bought online. It's yeah. a scarf that you just button up so you don't have to tie it up. Whatever. It's, <laughs> that's very bougie. I really can't that's believe shirt, you own Jamie. something. That Jamie, they you had, had that because I remember store. seeing you three months with it. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck is this? And everybody was like, wow, you really know how to like knot your your scars really well. And and I'm like, nope, it's a but it's button. It's you always could, so symmetrical your scarf. Yeah, how it you... looks symmetrical, and that's the whole that's Hold the look. And that way. was there in that store. It yes. was in that store. Oh, that was a pride moment. But then. we were there, Rachel. We were there to see. We were there because a product called the CM Translator is now available in the United States. 
States. It was only available in China. Basically, it's this little contraption that has artificial intelligence built. With, I'm sorry, Frank. Well, okay. I know. Here we go. Frank's, this is, uh, hey, guys, I'm ready. Frank's head just got shinier. <laughs> um, Rachel, I'm one step ahead of you. I'm ready. And... So basically, you can travel the world, or I plan to teach my child Spanish, and it translates things in six different languages, real time. So you can have a, a fluid conversation and understand what one another is saying. It's meant to spark worldly conversation. Interesting. Wow. So you travel the world, and you want to eat some authentic enter country name here <laughs> cuisine you can Indonesia. now do that you can ne- i don't know if it's i'm not sure I, there are only certain languages certain on there la- now. it'll be hard to translate certain languages you know yeah, i think so but it picks up the audio and it will translate for you right there on the spot they had an open bar so like rachel it, it couldn't detect my slurred speech <laughs> she tries it i was like rachel we're gonna relate for the podcast <laughs> She's like, it's not working. Exactly. Actually, Rachel got it wrong. She actually put it to her ear. That's not how it works. <laughs> you got to download an app, Rachel. She was like, hello? Hello? I'm talking. Like they had free drinks. And okay, I had now I get at it. least two at that point. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly did put it up to my ear. <laughs> well, actually, it's funny because we came from the launch of the Art Stroll. Up yeah. in the United Palace, and they had free drinks. Shout out to Hennessy. What's Hennessy Art is. Stroll? Art Stroll is pretty much a one-month-long uh, event that is arts, music, film, spoken word that happens in Washington Heights. Yes. From, from 155th to 207th. Um, Kelvin was the Kelvin MC. Kelvin he was hosting it. By yeah, the way. he was yeah. hosting it. So and hopefully then, we uh, have a guest soon that can break us break Absolutely, down Absolutely, Arkelo Art Quickie is actually going to be someone that's going to talk more about the art stroll. A lot of familiar faces. Awesome. Yeah, so. yeah but I was like, yo, Frank, yo, because Henny, I got to be careful, yo. Because with Henny, you can't like. The drink was, the, the drink, the name of the drink was called In the Heights. Yeah. Oh, no. Was, yeah. By the way, Warner Brothers was hosting it because they're shooting In the Heights this summer. Yes. In the, in the Inwood. How do you know about this? Oh, I sure do know. Tell them, um, Frank. By the way, this summer in the uh, in the Heights is shooting, and they're shooting all over Inwood, and they're shooting in the Washington Heights area. So it was like a kickoff, pretty much, of what's going on. So people in the Heights right now, they're really feeling it. You know, it's, yeah. there's a lot going on. You know, he's using the community in terms of the production of the film. He's trying to lo- use locals. He's trying That's to use authenticity. When it comes right to there. catering, he's trying to use like the the, the restaurants that that uh, reside. Malecon. He's using Malecon right. as catering. Wow. Yeah, Gongon. You know, he's trying. You know, he's trying to put them onto They'll it. They'll so. pick and eat. Yeah, so Warner Brothers was there, so you know it was a very exciting both Warner Brothers were there. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was get, very exciting, and, and you know for me and Mike, <laughs> no, 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 so, no. Uh, a lot of familiar faces from back in the day, so it was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, very good. And um, I think it's time now for the Butchincha bites. Awesome. I've been waiting all day. I've been waiting all night. I've been waiting all day. 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 Okay, guys. Um, what's up? Hey, Jamie. Hey, what's, what's up, Jamie? On, How are you? I'm actually using an old phone because I dropped my phone this weekend while I was tubing in um, in Pennsylvania. Damn. Really? I dropped my phone into the water. Damn. And uh, it fucked up. Did you put it in and rice? And that's because you have an Android. Yeah. Well, yeah. come on. Any any phone that <laughs> nah, falls nah. inside a, in a nah. river mm. for like five minutes. We had to find it. It took like 10 minutes to find Not it. Not the iPhone. Uh, Not iPhone the iPhone. Work. iPhone's work. waterproof? Yeah. You put some rice and you're good to go, bro. Yeah. All right. Whatevs. Yep. Anyways. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys. Yes. First bite. Okay. Pornhub. Oh, 
Oh. Not familiar with that. What it, is that? If you didn't, okay. If you didn't know it's the title, it's a porn site. Oh, okay. Um, it, they're trying to get guys. They're getting guys ready for the summer by selling swimming trunks that can hide erections. What? Ooh. Surf's not the only thing that's up, ladies. Oh my god! <laughs> they try it out. <laughs> they call it a bonerless bathing suit. Damn. What? They cut it off. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone with that. I would have gone with the hard. cold. <laughs> Shrinkage. I would have called it the hard off. <laughs> I think they missed the opportunity there. Um, it's all right. Look, it camouflages the boner mm. with a special interior lining that helps keep everything in place. So it's kind of like uh, an overhead bin for your junk. Ooh. Okay. Just keeps everything tight. Yes. Um, oh. But then it shows the out. The interior lining shows the outline of your penis. So people still going to see like the shape. Like they kind of get a, oh, so it's like, so a good idea you, of how your oh. penis is shaped naturally. Oh, so it's like the gray sweats where you see the dick print. So it still right. allows your dick. If you got print. a little stump, you know, if you got a little stumpy penis, they're going to see that. Oh, well, right. thank God. Something else that's interesting about this bathing suit, guys. It has, it, Pornhub actually has their logo on it. That's so cool. it says Pornhub on the, in the front of the, so it's like people will just assume you don't have an erection because you've been whacking off to Pornhub all day. <laughs> and the little baby's tired. Oh. <laughs> Here's the thing. I don't tend, and this is me personally, and I want to get your opinion, you too, Rachel. I don't tend to get hard-ons at the beach or pool. First off, the water, like we said before, the water's cold, there's shrinkage. Um, and then I tend to wear baggy swimsuits in general. Yeah, you do, you do, you like, do. they look like hammer pants. Like, I don't want, I'm not wearing anything <laughs> tight or sexy. I'm not going for the banana hat. The banana hammock is what they call it. No bikini. <laughs> you're part stuff. European. I'm surprised. I have been, to, and I've been, to, when I was young, I went to a new beach. Okay, that's weird. When I was like six, and no. I was scarred for life because there was only old people on the new beach. Ooh, you saw a lot of old, wrinkly, you know. No, I was Ooh, to go to. I see any to big one? Um, if I he was well, six, Rachel. That's between that's between me and my therapist. But yeah, I saw a couple big ones. You know the difference between big and small. But with me, I talked to you off way. How the hell you went to a nude beach at six? We asked, me and my sister accidentally walked into one. Like right. we were unsupervised. <laughs> Fucking um, Spaniards, yo. I know. But with Most me, the fucking porn stars are they don't Spaniards. Care. Yeah, my father was just like, "It's how we do here in Spain. You get used to it." But look, with me, I'm it's covering, hard. I'm covering my shit already. Like the tarp is on the field. We're not, we're not, we're not ready to play ball or show ball. Um, but I want to know what you, because I want to know, are, are you guys? Do you get like sensations when you're? In the beach or the pool? Look, I um we we spoke about this prior. Uh, privately, <laughs> privately, yes. we spoke about this uh, privately. So share your thoughts, please. No, I'd love to know. For me, I would love to get a pair of those because when I have to get an early flight, usually I got my morning wood at a certain time. I would love to have a pair of those when I'm at the airport because usually I'm awkwardly waiting for the for the plane to come. Yeah, but what? are you walking around the airport with just your yeah, no, your, you know, your swimsuit? Look at you because you're wearing a bathing suit. This is not for to put jeans airport. over. This is a swimsuit. Oh, nah, yeah. then forget it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now we know that you're a perv in the airports. You're that guy. Yeah, I'm never flying guy. with you again, uh, <laughs> Frank. Yo, Frank. me, I just like when I was with my girl, the glasses. I always wear glasses like to the sides because she could see when I was looking at girls. With the side blinders? Yeah, but I always needed some. The one that the abuelas wear? After yeah, yeah. Those, yeah, yeah, but I needed those? ones to the back of my head because she could even see when I see girls from the back of my head. She'd be like, nigga, wow. I see you. Yeah. So I needed like glasses that go all around I my head. <laughs> I see you, motherfucker. I see you see her. Oh, man. 
Oh, wow. For unless you. look, unless there's like some like really hot volleyball volleyball match happening, like mm-hmm. I don't. It wouldn't happen. Like I don't. I'm not gonna get heard at the beach. You know what I mean? It's just yeah. weird. There's that kids mess, around. That messes it up for the girls, man. You know. I mean, we'd like to see some outlines. You want to see? You'd be, so you wouldn't be awkward seeing that i mean i'm married now but it's definitely criteria and it's yeah. a great it's an opportune moment like if a lifeguard girl, what if a life if a lifeguard just like saved you but had a like uh, had an erection as he saved <laughs> he had you had a life raft oh. for you you know <laughs> be like, can you save me some more later <laughs> i would say sorry i had to hold on i thought i was gonna drown i'm sorry gonna... i can't let go <laughs> help i'm drowning in my sink before we move on i will say that i do sometimes get aroused at water parks Oh. I get mildly excited because they have the wave pools. Whoa. You okay. know? And the wave pools kind of sometimes hit you at a certain spot. Oh, okay. Um, and sometimes you're, you're, So you're admitting <laughs> it's hitting your G spot. <laughs> I don't like to call it a G spot. What's the male version of a G spot? I don't know. Uh, the P spot. The P spot? <laughs> Perfect. Like we set it up. Um, Is that why there'd be a cluster of dudes in the deep end? I'll... <laughs> I'll pee back. Is that what they're doing? <laughs> look, I think, look, most water parks already sound like a Pornhub title. It's like, you know, like wet and wild. Yes. Fucking raging waters. Wild water kingdom. <laughs> action park. <laughs> Yo, I think we know what type of action is going on there. Jamie. Okay, guys. Uh, <laughs> um, next bite. Next bite. New York City pet owners are giving their stressed out animals pot products. Ooh. Mm. Okay, New York dogs and cats are turning to pot to deal with ailments like chronic pain and seizures and just to mellow out after a long day. That's a good thing. <laughs> well, how does that uh, work for a dog? A long day? I used to give my dog edibles. I used to chill out. You used to give him edibles? My pit. Yeah, Mimsy. Do you used Rest to buy them? Do you, was yeah. there like a doggy drug dealer that used to no. buy them from and shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they give me that nick. Nah, she used to like platanos and I used to mix it in. It'd be like, yo, 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 yo. Yo, my man, you got, uh, you got, that, you got that puppy chow? <laughs> yo, you got that alpo? Yo, son, I got that fancy feast, bro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, and the cats, too. I used to take the smoke. And the cats, they, you got that tender vittles? <laughs> 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 yo, I got that meow mix OG, son. <laughs> <laughs> so, look, Rachel, you have a dog. Is I it, do. do you, um, I used to have a cat and I never cared about their mental state. Like my cat probably was depressed for like every year that I owned it. Uh, it was always in the closet, never liked to come out when we had company. But I, you know, back in the day, you didn't care about your animal's you mental didn't state. You care about your sad pussy? <laughs> <laughs> Should have get to that. It's fucked up. But she now. She to be happy. So now. Oh, wow. I'm trying to get through this one, but. Um, you asked for it. You asked for it. You got it. <laughs> so now, as a pet owner, do you care? Are more pet owners caring about like their dogs? What's going on? If their dog's depressed yeah, or my dog definitely has anxiety without a he question. <laughs> he is mashugana. Yeah. You know, but then he calms down. And he's fine. He's great with my kids. It's so weird. I, you know occasionally blow smoke in his face and it does it does chill him out occasionally so i'm gonna look into some cb i'm gonna look into this look into True it talk. it's a it's happening True a lot talk. in the city you know what i've observed whenever you like you light up he walks towards you <laughs> automatically 
I've observed that. Yes. Yeah. Automatic. Wow. That's good. I, to know. Know. I guess I get people get contact highs now from the dog parks and shit. It's just like, shit, fuck everybody. All these dogs are so chill now. Quick final bite. Cardi. Cardi B's in the, the news again. again. You love Cardi B. I do because she's. I love her too. Who doesn't love her? Come on, she's always has something going on that's funny. Right now, um, so she um she's spending eighty like eighty thousand dollars on jewelry. That's it for her ten month old daughter. Wow. Um, she posted a photo on Instagram. Basically, she was just buying a bunch of shit. She was like, "Just spent a bag on my daughter. You know, a bad bitch gonna spoil." Hi. Um, and basically, she was buying like diamond tennis bracelets and white gold, yellow gold, rose gold, gold gold. What's um, gold? She bought her <laughs> just a lot of gold. Uh, she bought her a pair of large diamond dud earrings. So my thing is, is like, damn, if she has another baby, that's gonna put a lot of pressure on people for her baby shower. Yeah, <laughs> like her registry must be like fucking like insane. Just slap you, because platinum rattles and shit. <laughs> platinum rattles. <laughs> like first of all, like yeah, I know, right? The diamond encrusted diapers, baby Rolexes, mm-hmm. twenty four carat swaddles. Wow, a bobo made out of elephant trunks. <laughs> I feel like her baby instead of Gugu Gaga, her first words are uh, Gucci Prada. Ah! Oh, All right, that's the bites for this week, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, now it's time for that part that you skipped through the whole show to just listen to this segment, yeah, Fake thanks a lot. News. Thanks for that. The views, opinions, and insinuations made by Frank Nibs do not necessarily reflect or represent those held by the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Live from La Gran Manzana, it's Frank Spiracy News with Frank Nibs. Hello, folks. Hello, folks. Hi, okay. Frank. Hey, how you doing, Hello, guys? Frank. Hi, Frank. How's it going? Hey, good, Frank. Excellent. All right. Well, today, guys, we're going to talk about something very interesting. That's it's, it's been making the rounds in the news, by the way. It oh. has. It's not even fake news anymore. It's oh. amazing how things just get around. Fake news is becoming the real news. You know, I was about to say that. Fake. I really, you're so ahead that fake is not real. Yeah. I've been real telling not, you guys. And real is not fake. There you go. Real is now fake. Okay. There's a story that's come out uh, this week that the character Batman was inspired. The, the character was inspired by a story, a Mayan story. It was a Mesoamerican uh, character by the name of Cos- Co- Comasos. That was his name. Comasos? Comasos. Wasn't he a WWE wrestler from back in the day? <laughs> yeah. He fought Hulk Hogan in WrestleMania 3. Yeah, yeah. And then he fought Junkyard Dog. At, uh... <laughs> Junkyard Dog? Nah. Junkyard. But guys, check this out. <laughs> Jimmy this... Superfly Snooker. These stories, like I mentioned to you last Hats time. Hats Jimmy Duggan. How they Jim take Dugan. our stories. We saw how they took our stories with the gauntlet, right? Remember I told about that story about Spain and the gauntlet, how they mm-hmm. took about, and now I was talking about the lady that wrote The Matrix. Mm-hmm. You've seen yeah. over and over and over, nothing is ever unwritten. Nothing is new, okay? Mm. This story comes from originally from Guatemala. Now, don't forget, mm-hmm. Guatemala, Central America, South America, at one point, that was all one civilization, okay? Mm-hmm. This story went from Guatemala, and it became like a staple in the Mayan culture in Osaka, Mexico, okay? And actually continued. Now, there's many stories of Batmans. Like, if you hear about the Chuca- Chupacabra, that's almost Puerto like Puerto Rico, right? Right, Puerto Rico, yeah. Central America. You also have these stories in Peru and Chile. So this character goes back, like, centuries ago okay and how they take these characters and they flip it on us and they make money off of it but a lot of times 
there are characters and there are stories. So you're saying like Batman's really Latino? Basically, the, the real Batman. Basically, wow. and I sent all of you the replica that they made in, 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 in these Mayan times, and it's an actual metal-plated Batman, and he has the ears and everything. Like yeah, Batman. I saw the costume that you sent. I'm like, this right. is a pretty cool costume. Right, that comes from Mayan times. I went to Mexico twice, and I've gone to Chichen Itza, and I went to another Chicha place. Chichen what? Chichen Itza. Oh, okay. It's a site over there. <laughs> yeah, I've and been it's there. amazing. And I want to do a fake news one day and talk about the the Mayan culture and talk about that culture, how advanced they was, and some of their, their some in, like from Guatemala, Central America, Mexico, all these beautiful pyramids. The math they can't even build that right now. We were so advanced, and these civilizations were so advanced. So all these stories that you constantly hear, they come from our cultures. So I look. I think it's. I think it's interesting. What do you think? I'm asking you guys, everybody. What do you yeah. think would be if there was a Latino Batman? What would be like Latino Batman villains? Mm. You know, like Piragua Man. <laughs> <laughs> he throws Piraguas cold ice, cold ice at Batman all the time. They they had to have Chupacabra Man. There you go. Chupacabra yeah. Man. Yeah, okay. Chewy. <laughs> Chewy. Chewy's our guest. <laughs> Chewy comes back. He's a villain. Um, maybe the super, like a super. Really? Who's just like, yo, you need, yo, your rent is due, okay, super uh, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> now, you also see it in a lot of these, they took these stories and they put it in like the Dracula films, like if you see Jeepers Creepers also. Yeah, they that was a it, good one. Right, these, all, these, all these films come from those tales and those, those stories that were told in, in, in our times. And these, are, these were like bat gods. These, as a matter of fact, in Venezuela, they found bones and caves and actual life-size like humans with actual bats. What? So these things have actually ex- existed. Okay, um, and I always tell you guys this: like a lot of these, a lot of these gods that these um, these Mayan cultures followed, they were things and beings in these times that we don't see physically, but they existed in these other times. And they take these stories and they flip it. That's what they basically wow. do. Uh, so, are, do you approve of this? Do you think like it's like okay, we're gonna take these stories uh, because you know it's like a tribute to that, or you think like they're just rob, they're just stealing? Well, they are robbing it, <clears throat> and, they're robbing I mean, it and they're not giving credit. Right, they're not giving credit, and we don't know. We don't know it. I mean, basically, we don't know. Like, I, I reported on the lady that wrote The Matrix. You guys have to look that up. I forgot her name. So- Sophia Stewart. She actually wrote The Matrix, and she wrote Terminator, and she has proof. She has documentation that she wrote this from the beginning. She went to school. She went to, I believe it was USC. She went to some of the top <clears throat> schools. She, she copyrighted all her stuff, and these, these huge uh, uh, companies, they have the monies. They have the lawyers. They have all the resources to fight her. She can't fight these people. They're too powerful. They took her over. They took her story and they made millions and billions of dollars. Even in the future, they're going to be making wow, so Frank, much you're money. Really into this, wow, yeah. so maybe Marvel gave Guatemala some shut up money. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like, well, Batman's you know saying? DC. Batman's DC. All right, whatever. DC gave hush money. There you money. go. And they're just flipping our stuff, guys. That's all they're doing. <laughs> I got both things wrong. Well, Frank. <laughs> I said I called mm-hmm. it shut up and money. And you called him Bartman. <laughs> 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 That's a real superhero. Isn't yeah, that Bart yeah, from yeah. The Simpsons? Barman, yeah, Barman. Yeah, Barman. Well, thank you so much, Frank. You're welcome, guys. Again, thank you very much. Amazing. Wow, Frank. I'm not going very far. I'm in a rush. It's too uncomfortable. Sometimes I just forget. Don't kid yourself. There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. If you've ever used any of these excuses or any others, you're putting yourself at risk of injury or death. 
In 2017, more than 10,000 people were unbuckled when they were killed in crashes. That's 51% of people killed in motor vehicle crashes that were not wearing seatbelts. No matter what kind of vehicle you drive, wearing your seatbelt is the best defense in a crash. Even when you sit in the back seat, you still need to buckle up. That goes for when you ride in taxis and use ride-sharing services too. Yo, cops are on the lookout and writing tickets, so why take the risk? In 2017 alone, seatbelts saved nearly 15,000 lives. So do the smart thing and buckle up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket. The Audio Podcast Fellows Training Program at Stony Brook, Southampton, and Manhattan is designed to guide you step-by-step in everything you need to know about crafting your own podcast and presenting it to the world. They instruct students in writing for audio, interviewing styles and techniques, recording basics, digital editing, pitching ideas, marketing, branding, distribution, monetization, and much, much more. Through this training, they also provide you the skills for you to potentially work as a podcast host or producer, writer, researcher, editor, engineer, as well as in any other capacity within the rapid growth among podcasting companies looking to recruit qualified employees. And they have amazing guests from across the industry. They provide over 100 hours of instruction over eight and a half months, September to May. Classes are once weekly during the evening so that you can keep your day job while learning and comprehensive developing new storytelling and entrepreneurial skills. They offer classes in both the Southampton, Long Island and Manhattan campus locations. Accelerate your dream, people. Create your own podcast like Latinos Out Loud. Apply at stonybrook.edu slash podcast fellows. All right, you guys, this is the part of a show where we interview somebody freaking amazing. Like, I can't. I cannot emphasize this more. He's a friend. You know him as one of the best like radio hosts in the country. But now you know him because he's got his own late night show. Ladies and gentlemen, we have the privilege of talking to Chewy Martinez right now. Hey. Hey. Yes. You, you guys, you guys, you guys were running a little late. I thought uh, Lin Manuel Miranda came back and y'all were just. Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> Listen, most of us are Dominicans, so you already know you half breed. Okay, you know we are late for everything. Super late. I was like, I was like, they dissed me. I'm gonna have to go start a musical so I get interviewed. <laughs> Excuse me, I would pay a lot of money to see that. I oh really my God! Would. A, a one man show musical? What? Like Chewy Martinez? Oh I'm my there. God. I am so there. First bro. row. Yo. I've actually thought about it. I've actually thought about it. It's a lot of work, though. It's a lot of work. A chusical. A chusical, no? Yes. Does that work? <laughs> chusical? Like chewy musical? Got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, hello, and welcome to the Latinos Out Loud podcast, Finally. Chewy Martinez. Finally. Finally. God Finally. damn it. Ay, por fin. Finally. <laughs> I know. Ustedes estaban muy. Hmm. I'm. I'm finally glad I can finally be on the show, man. I love y'all. Wow. <laughs> we love you so. We love much. you too, bro. We're so proud of you. My God. My. Let's just finally a Latino in late night. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Erica Strada never had a late night show. Uh, we no. got, we got, we got, we got Dizzy and Mero. You know, we got. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yes. Yes. We got Dizzy and you know, I'm I'm the only I'm the only Mexican, uh, the only half Mex. I'm the only Mexican Dominican with a late night show. This so, is hey, very true. Those are, yes, that's huge. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, you gotta that's like cool. we know you, so we could shoot the shit. But like our listeners need to get to know you a little. I'm sure they know you, but like 
tell us a little bit about your career trajectory, like what you've been doing and where has that led to right now? Man, um, well, my name is Chewy Martinez. I'm a former vegetarian Pisces from East L.A. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't know that. Former vegetarian? <laughs> former vegetarian. No, I'm, I'm, eating, I'm, I'm eating meat now. I'm eating meat. Yeah. Um, welcome back, baby. <laughs> you're very welcome, especially las gorditas. So if you know any gorditas out there, like, tell them to holler at me, all right? Ay, la vaca, mo, la vaca. Yeah. If, they got the little, if they got the little bit of chicharrones on the side, I like that, too. Hey. So, yeah. Stretch marks don't bother me either. I like licking them. So. Oh, that's very good. All right, skinny girls. Like I feel like that's part of your bio. Skinny girls need not apply, all right? No model chicks. All right, so after you became a non-vegetarian, what happened? And and I like C-section scars. So if you got one of those too, like holler at me too. Wow. wow I mean, that's... we got a lot in common, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be up in delivery rooms, like, yo, what's up? One of these girls is <laughs> about to have my baby. What? Yeah. You'll be like, hey, you got you got them stitches on already. What's up? Oh, <laughs> so I'm I'm from born and raised in East LA. Um, you know, East LA and. Started my radio career when I was 16 years old in Phoenix, Arizona, because we uh, we moved out of L.A. right after the L.A. riots. We moved to Phoenix, Arizona, mm-hmm. and um, you know we I started my career when I was 16 years old and got my first radio gig like on the radio. Like I was actually talking at like 19 years old. Wow. Come on, that's crazy. Come on, uh, kind of I know, man. I kind of never looked back, and uh, it kind of everything kind of skyrocketed. And I signed my first big radio contract at 23. And um, with all the craziness with radio, you know, the opportunities with TV come. So, you know, I from 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 doing radio, I became one of the first uh, VJs on MTV Tres. That's how we met Bago. Yes. Hey. Hey. Mm-hmm. Like, I met Bago in 07. Yes. Bago, 06, 06. No, no, no. 07 in L.A. at the uh, L.A. Yeah. Film Festival, Latino Film Festival. Yeah. Yeah, man. So, yeah, my, my brother Bago's been my brother for life right there. And uh, MTV Tres. And then I did a bunch of stuff with ESPN. And uh, I got my own show on the Travel Channel. I was the first Latino to have his very own show on the Travel yep. Channel. So incredible. And, incredible. That was crazy, and I did that for a couple seasons, and I traveled the world just eating, which did not suck. It was pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, tell but, us. But, 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 check, but check this out. But check this out. I was a vegetarian. I was a vegetarian before they gave me the but before they gave me the barbecue show. So I was like, they were like, you know, we got we had a big meeting in Washington D.C. That's where Travel Channel is based out of, and we had a big meeting. They're like, well, Chewy, we have to go down the checklist. We have to. We have to tell us what, what won't you, what won't you eat? And I was like, in my head, I was just like, I can't tell these motherfuckers I'm a vegetarian. But <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, yo, I eat everything, you know. And then and then they showed me how much I was going to be making per episode, and I was all past that fucking steak. Like, let's get down. Yeah. So, that's a, that's a funny thing to have to lie on your resume about. Like, uh, yeah, um, I eat meat, but you know, not really. <laughs> I was a vegetarian, but not really, not really. And then I did the Travel Channel, and then I've done game shows. And then, uh, well, now you know I have my late-night talk show on yeah. L.A. Network. Hey, one Chewy time Martin for late show. night. Yeah. Yes. So, uh, man, 
Yes, at 10 p.m. Uh, every Thursday on the El Rey Network. It's it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's a blessing. I can't believe it. I'm still like pinching myself. It's it's a dream come true. And uh, I got my own thing, and I'm still doing Fox Dish Nation. I'm on that a couple times a week too. So you know, I'm I'm still doing the radio. I'm on Real 92.3 here in LA, and on Kiss FM here in LA. So things are things are amazing, man. I'm blessed. I'm I'm. I thank God every single day, and it's just it's just a beautiful thing. How did you even have time to do this interview? Dang, you sound like really <laughs> busy. Um, it, it's it's called uh, it's called uh, Juan uh, giving me threats and telling me that <laughs> he was gonna he was he was gonna see me in Hell Square, but if you ever saw me around there, it'd be on and popping. So no, 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 I have to make time for family, and uh, you know nobody's too busy for family. So I had to come and hang out with you guys and talk to y'all, man. Chewy, recognize real. Chewy, I want to go back yeah. to when you were 19. Um, did you know at 19 that this was it? This is, you were gonna get into entertainment, or you were just at a point where you were like, yo, I'm just going with it, and whatever it leads, I'll, I'll I, go there. I think, man. I think I always was just I always I, I just love people man and I love being with people I love being in front of people I love talking to people so communication was never a problem for me so I meant like like I hosted my first talent show in fourth grade you know what I'm saying so it's like I, I always knew I was going to be doing rocking the mic I was going to be doing something in entertainment or I was going to be I was going to be a public speaker I was going to do so I was going to be a motivational speaker you know, I was going to do something, you know what I'm saying? And then just the radio kind of opened my eyes and kind of cleared the path and kind of just showed me, like, this is what you're capable of doing and this is what you're good at. So I just thank God every day that I was able to find something I was really, really good at and make really good money and just keep doing it. And I, and, and I started when I was 16. I just turned 36. So it's like I've been doing this for 20 years, man. It's a blessing. Tell him, son. Oh, wow. Tell him, son. You're not, yeah, man. This ain't no new it's thing like, for you it's, right it's, now. It's, 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 beautiful. Right. it's beautiful, man. It's beautiful to be able to be like, because you know how many people wake up every morning miserable with their life and miserable with their jobs? Yeah. Like millions of people, man. I know so many people who hate their fucking life and hate their career and their career path and their career choices. Like, I'm blessed, man. Like, just to find something that I was good at and make money doing it, I, and, and, and me just like, and God kind of opening up my eyes and God opening up my, my heart and just my all my senses. And giving me that, like, giving me those senses of just really knowing what I what I should be doing in life, and this is what I what I what I'm doing, and I'm I'm so happy I'm doing it, you know. Wow. Well, we're happy you're doing it. We've been friends Thank for you. a while, so we have seen all the hard work, and it's really great to see our friends, our family, just seeing the fruits of their labor. So we're thrilled you. for you. Um, Thank I want to talk about the Chewy fucking Martinez show. Word. Like, let's do it. You have Let's your own late night show. What is, what does I that know. mean exactly? Like what what kind of control do you have? And well, tell us about the content structure of the show. And how'd you come yeah, up with man. the name of the show, it, Chewy Martinez show? Just, <laughs> you, know, you know what you know what's funny? You know what's funny? Like that we were coming up with names for the show and you know, I had a lot of names that really didn't have my name in it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not that dude. I'm that I'm not that fucking I'm not I'm not that much of an egomaniac. Or my name got to be on everything, but you know what? There was just like late night with Chewy or this and that with Chewy, but the network came back to me. It was actually Robert. Robert Rodriguez was just like, "We're gonna call it the Chewy Martinez Show." Yes, I like, nice. So I was like, you know what? I can't argue with the man. You know what I'm saying? I can't really argue with you. You signed the checks. 
and we can call the show whatever you want. So when they said Chewy Martinez show, I was just like, whoa, this this is this is really happening, and this is this is really mine. And you know, I'm executive producing it, and nice. I'm co-writing it, and I'm hosting it. So I, I do have a say of what I do have a say of what goes on, and I'm 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 trying to make some boss moves. I'm trying to put my people and my folks on, and it's just you know, it's again, it's I always say this, man. It's about paying it forward. It's about putting your folks on. It's about you know, showing giving people a platform. It's about it's about just just promoting and helping folks out who just need a little bit of spotlight, you know what I'm saying? And it's, and if, if, if you have some, if you have a, a platform this massive and you don't share the wealth then there's, you got problems There's something wrong with you. So did you do any, um, kind of research on just other talk show hosts from the past where you kind of like, let me just kind of see, you know, study the, the masters of the craft or were you like, you know what? This is going to be a, a whole new thing. I'm not going to be, you know, influenced by any other old shit. And I'm just going to do my new, right. you know, a new kind of like, uh, a, you know, a new kind of version of this. You know, I, you know, I'm going to, I always, I'm going to chewify everything I do, you know, but. Chewify? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to chewify everything I do, but you know what? It's, and, 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 and. I'm constantly learning, and if you're not constantly learning and growing and getting better, then there's something wrong with you. You need to like, you need to stop. You need to quit it. Amen. And I, I, I'm learning. I'm learning something new every day when I do this show. And of course, I have to take my hat off and tip my cap at the OGs that did it. Like uh, me growing up watching Arsenio Hall. Wow. Um, dog pound. You know what I'm saying? Like watching him and watching how he conducted himself watching how he did interviews, watching another, just another man of color do it on the scale that he did it. Um, it, 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 it motivated me, man. It it like, I was seeing that at, at, at eight years old, nine years old, like seeing that man, you know, do his open monologues, doing his interviews. Like that changed my life watching Arsenio Hall, man. And, uh, it's it's I've, I I I have to I have to give him like he was like an indirect mentor you know what I'm saying so I have to do say I have to say my thanks to Arsenio Hall. Wow. What is um your favorite part of the show so far as far as working with it? You know my favorite part of the show to be honest with you is just showcasing. You know I told myself it's just like you know what I'm you know the network is already called El Rey. You know we're living in different times now and you know. I told myself when I when I agreed to do the show and I told my executives, I was like, you know what, we're going to be unapologetically brown. I'm going to be unapologetically, uh, it's very, very inclusive with my bookings. Like the first couple of guests I had on my show were very strong women. Nice. And I, I told them, I was just like, I'm going to have women on. I'm going to show my LGBTQ community folks. I'm going to show them a lot of love. I'm going to put on a lot of brown folks on. I'm going to put on a lot of talented brown people on. You might not see no white people. Don't get mad at that. It's like y'all got enough. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this is somewhere where our people and our brown folks and our, and our black peoples can just shine. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm trying to bridge the gap between all kinds of communities, and I'm trying to showcase and amplify who we are. Because when we have strong, powerful shows and platforms like this, 
it just it just changes the trajectory of perceptions of our people. You know what I'm saying? And in, and it changes perceptions, but it also empowers. And when you empower, that's when that's when folks try to that's when folks you know really start to really know their worth. And when we know our worth as a people, that's when we can't get fucked with. I'll tell you who you're empowering a lot, by the way, lately is Andrew Santiago. You know, so big shout out to him because he is still a correspondent for the Latinos Out Loud podcast. So, so Chewy, you're gonna have to share him, Chewy. Mm -hmm. Is what I'm saying. (laughs) So. Hey, listen, listen, I'm paying him, and I know you guys paying that Wakata and Yuka. You guys can't be doing that. <laughs> excuse me, true, excuse true, true. me. We Facts. pay him in Fuchila air fresheners, and that is sufficient for some people. <laughs> Chewy, Chewy, you've mentioned that you've been doing this since you were 16. Let's yeah. take a step back. What have you noticed? Some positive things that's been going on with the industry when it comes for Latinos right now. You know what, brother? It's you know, people ask me this a lot. Some you know, it's a, I, I, you know, I, it, I, I kind of get annoyed. I don't know. It's you know, it's like oh, it's like you know, a lot of people like to hop on the bandwagon. A lot of people like to hop on the wave. Oh my God, Latin music, Latin this, Latin food. Oh my God, we love it, we love it. We've been knowing we're fucking dope. Mm. Like, we've been knowing. We've been knowing that. Mm. We've been knowing that. We've been knowing that. And I think it now, now, especially now, we just have to, we have to tell these agencies and these movie studios and these record labels and these radio stations and these, advertisers and these media platforms that we are not a fad we are not a trend we are not we are not a flavor of the month we are what makes this country great yes we are we are ingrained into the dna of what makes this country amazing and what makes this country thrive nice latinos latinos have so much power it's scary <laughs> we sure you know what I'm do. Saying? that's wh- that's why i'm always talking and preaching about knowing our worth hmm. we have yes. so much power we have we have trillions and trillions of dollars of buying power in this country we move media we are trendsetters we are a powerful beautiful loud fucking people and I we are loud everybody. we are definitely we, loud. we are very loud and we're not going nowhere you can build all the walls you want because we because uh, we know we how to climb them shit <laughs> easy rachel you ain't climbing the walls we're like <laughs> you know me well jamie you know me well you can you can build all the walls you want because we we dig tunnels we're great tunnel makers we come and you know, scoop you get, underneath you, bastard. You, know you ain't digging a tunnel either, Rachel. Jamie, <laughs> if I had to, I would. Chewy. Slowly. Absolutely. Chewy, this is. But like now, like now in these times in 2019, it's like now we have to band together and really be unified and really uplift each other. I think. Yes. I think a lot of a lot of times in our culture and our we we sometimes can suffer from that crabs in a bucket mentality where we don't like to help each other and we don't like to see each other shine, but that needs to stop. That needs to end. 
because it's 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 very it's it's very much what they say. It's like divide and conquer. It's like when we're divided, we are not powerful, but when we are unified, we're unstoppable. I yes. Chewy, real quick, this is Frank Nibs. I want to. I have a question for you. You're the first uh, Mexican uh, Dominican I ever met. How was that? You know, growing up, uh, you're from. It's like West and East Coast for me. You know, like how was that? Yeah, for you? but it, it was it was beautiful, bro. It was beautiful. The ladies loved it. <laughs> That's an interesting it was, mix. It was, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a beautiful thing, man. It was a beautiful it's a beautiful thing growing up because I love being Mexican, but I love being Dominican too, man. Mm. Like that, I you go it's, it's you got a lot of flavor being Mexican, but it's a whole other different flavor being Dominican too, man. And I just loved I loved having I loved having that sazon, you know. I loved having that Mexican, you know. I love I love being tall. Uh, thank you to my Mexican side for making me tall. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was it was a beautiful thing, man. I got I got you know I always I always say like Latinos have so many beautiful layers. Yeah, like man. me growing up, I had so many different layers, man. Like I was listening to Vicente Fernandez, but you know what? I was listening to Raulín too when I was growing oh, up. Oh wow! Dominicano, yo soy. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I was I was listening to I was listening to Luis Miguel, but you know what? I was listening to Oro Solido too. You know what I'm saying? Hey, so it's son, like you up on I, it. I, huh? I, I grew up. I grew up. I you know. You know. I put tapatillo on my yuca. You know, growing up. So <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, hey, y'all got to try that. That's just fire. Um, but yeah, it's it was it was amazing. Especially you know, especially growing up in LA, you'd think that I wouldn't be exposed to any of my Dominican heritage. But you know what? You know, thank God. Thanks to my father and my uncles and all my cousins. You know, I did. I did embrace it, and I did tap into my Dominican heritage when I was young, man. And it was a beautiful thing, man. I loved it. I just loved being mixed like that I, I couldn't see myself being any other way man and uh it was great being both man i, I absolutely love my dominican side and i love being mexican man that's dope hey chewy this is I jamie think, again I, I, oh, hi sorry, were you gonna say something <laughs> <laughs> this is jamie again Look, every time i see your instagram you're always you're always interviewing you're in another red carpet you're interviewing people about their their their, their new movies um any 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 a-list celebrity who's your favorite a-list type of celebrity where you're like hey this person is actually like a lot cooler than um than maybe a lot of people might think you know what i mean or more down to earth um, i think i think because he's just perceived to be such a tough guy uh but he really isn't is mark Wahlberg. Ooh. I think, okay. yeah he, he's he's a tough cat he's a tough cat like he grew up in he grew up in South Boston, like he'll beat your ass. But <laughs> he, he he was he's one of the he's one of the most humble guys I've ever met. Actors, he's just he's cool as hell, man. And when we sit down and have interviews, it's always a party, man. He's a good fucking dude, man. And uh, I, it's it's like it's like on some homies type shit. Like he'd be just a guy you'd see at a bodega, like getting the chopped cheese. You know, he he's just he's just a cat like that. He's a really cool, down-to-earth cat. He, I always have. It's always a joy to interview him. You know. That is so awesome. I, yeah. I'm very curious about something, Chewy Martinez. Uh, um, what is Chewy like? Is that short for something else? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Jesus. I'm a Jesus. So in Mexico, if you're a Jesus, your nickname is Chewy. No, I never knew. That. I oh, didn't know either. Yeah. Look so at that. it's like. They, like say if your if your name is Ignacio, your nickname is Nacho. Oh. And I'm a I'm a Jesus. I'm my name is Jesus Martinez. 
So I'm a, I'm a, in Mexico, the nickname is Chewy for Jesus's. So yeah, that's how I got my that's how I got my nickname. I love when we learn new things. Wow. I have it to say. I know, y'all. You gotta you gotta leave Manhattan, motherfucker. <laughs> it's hard, you know. It's really. <laughs> I have everything I need here, except for Callie's weed. I will say that <laughs> that is one thing I would travel yonder for often if I yeah. had the opportunity. We yeah, miss you. Our, our, our weed is prime. Our it's, weed is prime. It's yeah. really just miraculous, you know? Yeah, it'll, it'll knock you on your ass. It's pretty good. We missed you while we were out there, but we felt your vibes and your energy. We're so proud of you. One time for Chewy Martinez right now. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Now. Chewy. Un, dos, tres, vamos a bailar otra vez. Que lo que, 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 que lo que. This is sponsored by Fuchila Air Fresheners. Woo! Go to their website right now, people. Right now. Fuchilafresheners.com. Fuchila is F-U-F-U-C-H-I-L-A Fresheners.com. And use code LOL10 for a discount. Make sure you go there, people. They got Walter Mercado Air Fresheners. Mm. Que lo que Air Fresheners. Speaking of que lo que, excuse me, Chewy Martinez. Que lo que, loco. What's up, baby? Yo, you can hit me up at Chewy Martinez, C-H-U-E-Y Martinez for Instagram, Twitter, everything, man. Chewy Martinez show on the L Ray Network every Thursday at 10 p.m. You better be watching. Support your boy. And, yo, I love you guys. Thank you so much for having we me on the you. show, man. We love you, uh, bro. You guys, you, guys, you guys have no idea. You guys are my day ones. Y coño, I, like, I love you guys so much. And, Ride uh, or die, son. Let her die, man. And uh, I'm going to see you guys soon. I'll be in New York. Hopefully, uh, Bago doesn't ghost me. Uh, oh, shit. Oh, you heard about him, right? You heard about what yeah. he does? Yeah. Oh, I heard, I heard. yeah. It's, it's again, it's because I'm not in a musical on Broadway. That's why he didn't return oh, my text. Um, you know. Yeah, you guys. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much, and I love y'all, and I can't wait to see you. Yes, Absolutely. son. Bye, Joey. Bye. 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 All right, yo, yo, guys, 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 it's my turn. Yo, right. I want to give a shout-out to my good friend that invited me to the Obie Awards last week, my good friend Paola Soto, better known as Dominican Pie, sometimes Aye. better known as Pie. She's almost going to be a graduate of Columbia University. She's a playwright. Aye. And she invited me to these Obie Awards, which is the off-off Broadway uh, award show. It's like the Tony Awards. And nice. I was pleasantly surprised. It was like the award winners were usually women, people of color, people of different genders and sexes. It was like something. Huh. And it was the, and the edibles and the liquor were free all night. Oh, that's awesome. So it was really like something out of this world and people were bugging I love out. That. Yeah, man. Why and you I didn't s- invite me though. Like, next year. Okay. Next year. Yeah. Mm. It was, uh, yeah, she gave me great seats. It was, it was, it was really fun and, I like to see people in the industry, like people that like behind the scenes, like being, you know, giving so much love. It was really amazing. She's doing her thing. Tell yeah. Her, uh, pie is the limit. Yeah. Pie, pie. It's not pie. It's Dominican pie. Yeah, yeah. But you look her up, guys. That's, uh, that's, 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 that's my panita. All right? Who's next? Jamie. Pie is the limit. Okay. Yep. I like it. Jamie. I want to give a shout out to um, the water that we're drinking here oh, tonight. Oh, yes. You like it? Blizzard Spring Water. 
Nice. I've never heard of this brand. Um, I, you know, I'm more, I'm more of an Aquafina, Poland Spring guy. But this is, yeah, this is definitely hydrating me. Yeah. And That's I like think, that BJ's Wholesale brand or some shit. I think it's, it's like, from uh, Antarctica. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, anyways. <laughs> it's very refreshing. And I want to just give him a shout out. I don't know who makes this. That's um, your Keloke? Okay? And that's my Keloke and Jay Ferns at, on Instagram. Awesome. Who's next? Um, this is Juan Bagel, and um, I would like to give a shout out to um, all our listeners. You know, make sure you subscribe. And look, if you're listening to us on Spotify, follow us. If you're listening to us on Pandora, like like us, um, because there's a lot of people they're hearing our promo video or our promo audio. Yeah. About our shows. And so. Mike really needs to be liked. Yeah. That's just a personality trait. It's like a thing. Thank you. It's like a thing. <clears throat> and next week, this I'm gonna my... I'm gonna feature a, a listener of ours that uh, that uh, that's it's like on a metaphor of my life. This is yeah. Michael okay, quick. Someone who shout out, saying yeah, you just reached out and touched you. Yeah, but I'm gonna talk about it next week. Is that All right. is that deep? Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm you... not done yet. Oh, Mike, sorry, my sorry, hands sorry, Mike. Sorry, Mike. How many? Hurry up. Oh my god, so funny. All right, guys. So my uh <laughs> social media handles is Juan Bago everywhere, all right? So now your turn, Rachel. Finally. Oh all right. So a big shout out to our peeps over at Yero.com. That's double L E R O dot com, the news and lifestyle platform for Latino men. This week they talked to Young Pueblo, IG guru, writer and speaker about meditation, machismo, and healing. Ooh. Visit Yero.com, Mike, for the whole interview. Excuse me? Yep, for some healing. <laughs> Yero.com for the whole interview. All right, we got some shows. We got some shows, you hoes. All right? <laughs> Excuse Listen. me. Respect me. All right, we got some shows. <laughs> so please go to comedyderailed.eventbrite.com. Right. You'll like what you see. Oh, nice. I guarantee it. Our show is on June 27th. It's an all-female Hilarious variety show at the Triad Theater. Two shows, Mm. 7 and 9 p.m. I've been to those. And what do you think, Frank? It gets lit. Right? It be lit. It be lit. I went to the one in the summertime, remember? In July. It was last July, I think. Mm -hmm. That shit was crazy. Well, you should come to this one. Oh, I'll be there. Because it's summertime again. I'll be there. We got a lot to talk about, ladies. I'll be there. Okay. And then on (laughs) June 29th, Room 28 is again... In the Diverse as Fuck Festival. Ooh, okay. Right. And that's happening. Uh, just check out the website, dafnyc.com. Shout out to Millie Tamaris over at the Diverse as Fuck right. Festival. Um, and shout out to all the listeners and everybody. You can follow me at Rachel La Loca. Um, shout out to my mom. I just got to give her a quick little shout out. Mm-hmm. She had an organ removed a mm. few days ago. And she was out there dancing, Oof. out there busting a move hey, mama, ta, 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 in the Dominican ta, ta, ta. wedding. Yeah. Um, your mom can do a split? Because I know you do a split. I've never mom, asked her that. You should no. ask her if she, if she was able to uh, do splits. No, I think I got it from my dad. God bless. God bless. So, God bless. Um, on that note, please keep reviewing us and leave leave them. We're, we're reading all of them. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. It is time for another Que Lo Que Quickie. And today we have Joanna Castro from the Northern Manhattan Arts Alliance, and she's here to talk about the art stroll of 2019. So put your hands together for Joanna Castro. Yay! 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 
Joanna, thank you for coming to the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Thank you um, for having me. For our listeners, specifically the five boroughs, can you talk about the art stroll and what it's about? Sure. So it started as a one-day pop-up, and the idea was to showcase artists in the park. And this year is the 17th annual Uptown Art Stroll. So it's really kind of amazing that uh, we're still here. So this year's stroll has 300 events. Wow. I know. It's kind of crazy. So I kind of want to clone myself, but I kind of don't. (laughs) So I have to be really careful and strategic about what events I can make. Um, So it just keeps growing. And I'm just so happy and so proud that the Uptown art scene is really rocking. First, so, of, first of all, can I just say you're, yes. you have a very comforting voice. Like, <laughs> are you saying that she should have like a podcast? Or yeah, something? like I feel like I, I, I just feel like safe right now. Like, you know what? It's yoga and meditation. <laughs> yoga. Meditation. Oh my god! Yeah. Did you live in LA? I was sensing. I was sensing something like that. Joanna, did you live in? Did you live in LA? Because that's no. why when we came from LA, everyone was like. Meditation and yoga is like the combination. No, I'm actually very, first of all, I'm painfully shy. Ah. And I get just really frazzled easily. Uh-huh. So I need to just kind of be zen. No, I like the zen. I like that. Like this I can hear you. Zen. I can hear you talk with like a waterfall sound effect Almost. in the background. <laughs> beautiful. The rainforest, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so you can, can you tell our listeners some of the, the sure. highlights of, of the month? Because it's a whole month. I know. I mean, I, I have a little experience. I've done a couple events at you the Art Stroll. You guys right? have. Um, I think uh, Jamie might not remember this, but I believe in 2008, we did the Art Stroll. We did it like up in Inwood where you and Jerry did some improv comedy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And you guys did like three comedic songs and everything Yeah, we like made that. up songs, which was, I yeah, I wouldn't do that. I would have something it planned was, next time. It was near Umbrella. You know where Umbrella used yes. to be. I was on 203rd and 10th on the second floor, and Jamie and Jerry, for like 15 to 20 minutes, was there. It was fun. This. It was memorable, yeah, because a lot of, like, we had songs that we we still sing to this day, but, I mean, I, I don't want to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like Sex and Chinese Food. That was one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, okay. it was some weird, it was some interesting. It's some weird stuff. There. Just kind of like setting the mood. It's like a Friday night, and sometimes you just need Sex and Chinese Food. That was, But we just made up the lyrics. I wouldn't even know. Anyway, moving on. And then in 2000... And then it, and then yeah, it, because the Chinese food will get you sleepy, so you yeah. want to do the sex first. And then in 2011, Frank, uh, Frank remembers this. <laughs> in 2011, we actually did two uh, one-man shows uh, down these mean streets, and then mm-hmm. the Oscar Wilde one. Um, and uh, that was a lot of fun, and it was a great time in there. But let our listeners know, too, like some events they can they check out and kind of the feel of it and the vibe. Sure, and of course a shout out because the Pago Bunch, you were honorees of the Uptown Art Stroll, baby. Yes, we won one. Yes, we did. Oh my God! Yes, that's right. How could you forget? I, I mean, you know. Hello. Hello. No, well, we we one of the things that we took pride of the Pago Bunch was that we were doing events of bringing talents in Washington Heights because a lot of times people were not even aware there was a lot of talent. And mm-hmm. artists in Washington Heights, but the problem is they go take that train and go downtown. And part of that art stroll is like, no, come uptown. There are a lot of artists up there, and that's the beautiful thing of the art stroll. 
So I think we being uh, honored was amazing, but we were just part of that ecosystem of what you guys, mm. the organization, uh, Noma, and the Art Stroll, and what you guys provide. Well, you're part of the ecosystem, so yes. that continues to this day. Mm -hmm. So in terms of big events, the first one would be the opening, mm -hmm. uh, which is on May 28th mm -hmm. at the United Palace Theater, one of the most beautiful theaters, I think, in the city. Yeah, shout, United Palace was in John, the last John Wick movie. Shout out that. Oh, I was yeah. fucking out. I was watching John Wick, and then I was like, yo, United Palace! And people were like, shut up. <laughs> I want to hear him shoot someone. But I'm sorry. But it was cool to see was it there. It? Okay, if you say so, sure. <laughs> <laughs> John Wick's in the Heights. All right. Okay, well, um, so we're honoring five yeah. people entities. Uh, Mina Lora, People's Theater Project. Former yeah. guest of the Latinos Out Loud podcast. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I think last year, something pretty recent. Yeah. O'Brien uh, Luna. A singer-songwriter who's been performing throughout the city for about 20 years. He's originally from the DR. Nice. Uh, Dance Theater of Harlem is celebrating 50 years. Wow. So they're um, really, I reckon, a fabulous group. Uh, Hike the Heights, that promotes healthy living, particularly for kids. And Warner Brothers, as you probably know, in the Heights, yeah. will be filmed uh, yes. this summer uptown. So a shout-out to Le Manuel. And to Luis Miranda, who's actually our board chair. And uh, we were actually incubated by the Hispanic Federation. I know this came up oh, during the episode. Yeah. So the Hispanic Federation is our papa, <gasps> our papa and our mama, two in one. I love when this show gets incestuous with its I former know. guests. It's like yeah. so, so fun to me. Yeah. Keep it in the family. Yeah, exactly. We're a big familia. That's all it is. So how do people find out more information about sure. the Uptown Art Stroll? So that'd be artstroll.com. And I'll just um, do a quick list of the other events we have coming up. So one is with Kelvin Grullon, who I think you all know. Yeah. Yeah. So he's yeah. doing a hop. He's actually doing spoken word oh. at two awesome. restaurants, Sip and Pour and 809. And this is June 6th. Yeah, that's indictment. Yeah. yeah. Right there. Yeah. Sorry, I'm, like, I'm like heights, nerding out height because I'm... It's so That's beautiful. Where I live. Yeah, yeah, Jamie. And Kelvin Grullon is someone to watch. Yeah, you know, I just met him. He's kind of tall. Yeah, I was just like, hi. That's he's why I like to watch him. I like to just okay. like look he's up. A at tall, him. He's a tall, tall glass of. Yeah, very oh, talented. <laughs> a star on the yet ride. also very serious. <laughs> so we were talking because I grew up right outside of Washington, and um, he went to school at UVA. Mm. And I was just like, wow, he's a smart one. Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah. Not that going to a school or such a school, you know, makes it A or B. Right. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of interesting because they, they um, that's really um, close to where Jefferson's house was. Oh. So then we started talking about the revolution, the Civil War. I'm, I'm fascinated by the Civil War. So um, it's just funny how things just kind of Wait, Kelly was around. having a conversation about the Civil War? I gotta... Well, no, I, I said, oh, what have you been to Monticello? <laughs> Uh, yeah. And uh, talking about the campus, UVA has a beautiful campus Yeah, that was designed by Jefferson. Joanna, it doesn't matter what you're saying. Your voice is so soothing. It like, is we're, great. We're okay. like intrigued. Okay, we're going off like transporting me to a magical... I will listen to a podcast and you're talking about the Civil War. I was so just thinking that. You, you think? You just... think? Okay. Ha -ha. <laughs> Maybe. So, Sorry, so Maybe more events. Maybe like a Latino twist. Like, you know, we could talk about the Latinos who fought in the Civil War or something like that. <laughs> um, okay. Or oh, the Mexican-American War. Yeah. Or Texas, about Texas. When Texas... 
was part of Mexico and then it wasn't the Alamo. Right. There we go. We could talk about the Alamo. That's a new segment. That's a new segment. Yes. Uh, San Antonio is actually a really beautiful town, so we could talk about that. Been there a few times. Yeah. Nice. So other events. Other One of my favorites, open studios. As you guys know, uptown apartments tend to be a bit bigger than other parts of the city. So artists use part of their home to do their work, to do their craft. And so we have two dates that folks can see, meet local artists, and purchase local art. Awesome. Um, and a new event that we have, a panel program on the history of the LGBT community uptown. So it's arts and community. Awesome. Um, so it's a shout out because of various reasons. One, this year's the 50th anniversary of Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Pride is June, which mm-hmm. is also Stroll. Mm-hmm. And also just a bit of trivia, Harlem Pride, our brothers and sisters in Harlem, this is their 10th anniversary. So when we think of the LGBT community, we normally think of other parts of the city, of Chelsea, and not necessarily uptown. So, Joanna, we here at Latinos Out Loud... Your voice is going down. Is it? Yeah. So here I'm trying to be as... I'm trying to be as soothing as you. Uh, But here at Latinos Out Loud, we're artists. And so... We want to plant a seed for 2020 because 2020 is a magical year mm-hmm. to do a live podcast for the Art Straw in 2020. Oh my God, yes. Um, so we just want to, you know, we're talking okay. directly to the source. Politely there. pitch. You politely That's pitch. What this is. Okay. And next Fair year, 2020, enough. we will yeah. do a live podcast. Let's make podcast. it happen. Woo. Maybe we could do it in someone's living room since they open up. And there the artist go. space, and ching, we'll ching, go ching. into their living room, yeah. or maybe the United Palace. Or oh, your know. living room would be a great thing, I think. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but still, we're, we'll we'll talk. Our peoples will talk to your peoples for 2020 <laughs> to do something fabulous. there. So um, yeah. So would we need like all this equipment and all this? We'll, like, t- we'll take care of all of that. Yeah. We'll we'll talk to Martin Carl- Collins and oh, we'll, please talk we'll, to we'll tell to him the mayor to, of Inwood. Please. Yes, as he's known. So are there any other uh, <laughs> other um, highlights that um, our listeners should look forward to as far uh, as... A fundraiser at Coogan's. Okay. Oh, Coogan's. Yeah. Jimmy's loves still alive. Irish Johnny Five. restaurants. And actually, I'm half Irish-American. No one really... Oh, really? No way. Yeah. We have like a <laughs> word, son. Yeah. I like it. We got a lot of, bi- <laughs> you know, I'm Puerto Rican and Spaniard, and then Lemon. The half-breeds in the yep. house. The Rachel. Exactly. Russian Dominican baby. I'm half Dominican, half Connecticut Indian. Oh, <laughs> well, that's why I have a turtle as a tattoo because of that duality of growing up. So my dad's from Venezuela, so I spent my childhood there, and then with my family here, it's very, very Irish. So when I'm around them, I'm like, oh my God, we're related because mm-hmm. they're very freckly, reddish hair. My mom and I went to Ireland several years ago, and people would ask, what's your relation? I'm like, she's my mother. Oh, wow. And after a while, it was just like, it's just annoying. <laughs> Can't you tell? <laughs> Can't you tell we look alike? And we don't, we have the same mannerisms. So when you see us for five minutes, you say, yeah, they're related. Mm-hmm. Well, Joanna, so, well, Joanna, thank you so much. We're going to probably check you. out some of the events out there, yes. especially Kelvin. And the closing. The closing yes. is at the Harlem School for the Arts. Oh. June okay. 27th. Great nice. space. Well, thank you so much. One thank more time you. for Joanna and the Art Straw. Um, on that note, we out!
Oye, mijo, ¿qué show es ese que están escuchando? ¡Tremenda vaina! Hola amigos y bienvenidos a Tremenda Vaina, el show donde escuchas cuatro historias que desafían la realidad. De las cuatro, solamente una es mentira. ¿Cuál será? Nos puedes encontrar en tu plataforma favorita. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Suscríbete hoy. Y esto es Tremenda Vaina. Tremenda Vaina. There have never been more options for your next vehicle, but the right choice has never been clearer. That's because Toyota has a high-performing hybrid built for your exact needs, like the stylish all-new Camry XSE Hybrid and Venza, the spacious Highlander and all-new Sienna with more cargo space, and the fuel-efficient and high-performing RAV4 Hybrid. Toyota hybrids save you time and money, filling up less often at the gas station. And, of course, all with 10-year, 150,000-mile warranty on new models. Take the next step. Visit Toyota. Toyota.com slash hybrid or your local Toyota dealership to learn more.